Yes, we are. Hello. It's been a couple weeks for Core No Disclosure. I hope you enjoyed the last episode, which was an off-topic segment with our friend, the beautiful, the glorious. Well, that was a crack. The blue, the beautiful, the glorious Donald Haynes. That was a good episode. If you haven't listened to that episode off-topic, where we just sit and chill and shoot the breeze, go ahead and listen to it. So, welcome back to No Disclosure. This is episode like one million, and uh, no, I mean we're creeping up on level one, uh, level one hundred. We should call it that. God, do I need to sleep? Probably, but we're creeping up on episode one hundred. How cool is that? I was thinking about doing that one live. I don't know. I was gonna do this last episode. I was gonna do this episode of No Disclosure Live, but you know, still got a little kinks to work out. Uh, it didn't go so well. <laughs> Maybe it's due to calm crap internet. I don't know. But, you know, I still got a few things I got to work out. So, before we even get into the intro, I want to extend a personal thanks to Mr. Kyle Thompson and Miss Barbara Aykroyd. I recently did a uh, very small fundraiser on Facebook um, <clears throat> to where, no disclosure, I'm wanting to... Uh, get a mobile recording setup going to where I could record no disclosure anywhere, you know, just make everything completely mobile. And I raised most of the money myself. I got most of the gear myself. I was still lacking a little bit. And this is just to get, give no disclosure some legs, you know, to get it outside, get it going places, interview all the crazy ass people in this town and just go somewhere and have a live mic, you know, while I'm recording. I think that'd be a blast, right? So mobile setup. So I don't always have to be tethered to my studio spot here. And uh, anyway, the uh, the goal was met by Kyle Thompson and uh, Barbara Aykroyd, both of uh, very um, regular listeners of No Disclosure. So I wanted to say thank you very much for meeting my uh, goal in less than a few hours, which is pretty amazing. So thank you. Now, let's get into it. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do it, we do best, and have a little fun. Mm-hmm. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind. And let's begin. So, uh, I'm sorry that uh, for the patrons out there and for the core listeners, you're going to get no disclosure a day later than you normally would. Why? Uh, I was recording an SCP video yesterday for the YouTube channel. My voice went out. I mean, it went out. Uh Coupled, you know, exhaustion coupled with just generally not feeling well. Uh, I've had a couple of medical problems pop up here lately. It's just, dude, my voice was gone. It was just gone. It's barely holding on today. But, you know, <laughs> let's do this. I think, we, I think we can hold out for 40 minutes. Huh? <laughs> Again. So anyway, first of the news from our good friends at VT. 
a bank has mistakenly deposited $50 billion into a family's bank account. <laughs> yes. A bank accidentally deposited a whopping $50 billion, not million, there's a B there, billion, into an, uh, to a Louisiana family's account. They still don't know how the error occurred. Woo! Darren James, a 47-year-old real estate agent from Baton Rouge, recounted the bizarre affair for Fox 10 Phoenix. On June 12th, James's wife showed him the sudden windfall they'd received out of nowhere via online banking on her phone. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> he told the outlet on Sunday. And uh, we were all thinking who's going to be knocking on our door because we don't know anybody with that kind of money. I don't think any of us do. So he began to wonder if a wealthy, long-lost uncle had deposited the staggering sum into his account. But the family soon decided that the funds did not belong to them. Well, yeah. <laughs> So they got in contact with Chase Bank in order to rectify the balance. So, yeah, it turned out, uh, let's see. Um, Skibbity bop. Uh, oh, great. No. Oh, God. Almost 100 ep episodes of No Disclosure in. And I get hiccups. First one ever. Well, this is awesome. Uh, okay. Drink. I got to get some coffee here. Mmm. Wow, I've never gotten the hiccups on this show. As you guys know, I'm like the gassiest person in the world. I have acid reflux really bad. bad. Oh, shit. No! Oh, I'm going to have to cut. I had to cut. I had to cut right there. Almost 100 episodes in, I've never gotten the hiccups on the show. But I'm one of those guys. Once I started, start getting the hiccups, I mean, I get like violent hiccups. I don't know why. Maybe it's the acid reflux or whatever. But once I get them, they do not stop. Like, I have to have a drink of water and chug that water. Like, chug it. Or it won't stop. Yeah, that was great. I had to cut. So anyway, jeez. Wow. Uh, uh, so anyway. <laughs> uh, he's talking about if he really had $50 billion in his account and all that stuff. Turns out to be a bank error. That's great. $50 billion error. If I would, I, I would switch banks. I mean, even though that totally ended up in your favor, I would definitely switch switch banks after that. Because if they're, you know, if that's, that's a big mistake. One of these days, one of these mistakes is not going to be on your end. So in other news by VT, they've offered a comprehensive timeline of Britney's conservatorship battle after the star says, I want my life back. Now, I'm not going to read the entire thing. I'm not even going to touch on it, as a matter of fact. But this is uh, this is crazy. I I'm not a fan of Britney Spears at all. Uh, I've never been a fan of her music. As far as I'm concerned, she's only come out with one song that I considered awesome, uh, which is, uh, you're going to laugh at me, but I thought Toxic was a really cool song. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a fan. I, I am I am not a fan of Britney Spears, but what's going on with her is just it's it's messed up, man, and it's wrong. Because in 2020, the conservatorship got extended again, and you know the documentary framing Britney Spears went viral on social media and tackled Britney's astronomical rise to fame, how she was treated by the industry and the press as a teenager, um, the free Britney Spears movement which Britney Spears has completely denied. But I always thought it was funny 
that it, I, I knew it couldn't be a coincidence that when people would say, hey, Brittany, if, you're, uh, if you need help, wear a yellow shirt today or you know, use this particular set of words or do this hand gesture, she would do it. And uh, people were starting to catch on here. It's like, yeah, I, I saw it myself with my own eyes, man. Uh, there was one Twitter video or something like that Instagram post where Brittany was told to wear like a yellow uh, dotted shirt. She did. Her face in that video, man, she, she's she's a slave. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's important for people to understand that you need to have zero respect for someone trying to control somebody's life like this. I mean that this is this is messed up. The singer's lawyers went back to court already to ask the judge to remove Jamie as her conservator, which uh, uh, it's, it's, she's a slave, man. She's a slave in her career. She's a slave in her in her life. Uh, I, I uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of her music, but well, what's going on? With Britney Spears is wrong, dude. Uh, I'm I'm a part of the free Britney movement. I'm not. You know, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say that because I'm not talking about a pop singer now. I'm talking about a human being. And uh, what I've been seeing is just is just wrong. I mean, it's uh, this should have ended a, a while back. But uh, I'm glad things are finally moving. I feel bad for Britney Spears. I really do. And um, I'm glad that things are finally moving along with her. It's, it's about time. I mean, shit, she's uh, slightly older than me. I mean, come on. Coffee. But yeah, when this whole Brit uh, Free Britney thing started on social media, and uh, she would just do these little things to kind of acknowledge it, but then she would say, um, you know, hey, uh, this is just a coincidence. You know, I'm not really buying into this whole thing. And now she's come out and said, you know, basically apologizing to all the fans for having to yeah, you know, basically lied to them, and uh, you know, it, it turns out that this was the the real fucking deal. So anyway, no disclosure, kids. This is an interesting one. Uh, you know, in other news here, I guess, no disclosure is going to offer its first retraction. Yeah, we had a good run, didn't we? <laughs> this is a water. I'm scared to death of those hiccups popping back up. So, um, yeah, we're offering our first retraction. Sorry, I had to pick up something off the damn floor. The South African woman, which we talked about a couple of episodes ago, who claimed to have birthed 10 babies, was in fact lying. You heard about this on Off Topic, but I wanted to address this on Corno Disclosure. Yes, it is in fact a hoax. Uh, Gosamin claimed earlier this month that she had given birth to 10 babies, which you remember, it would have been a world record. But in a bizarre series of events, she went into hiding after she supposedly delivered the babies and was keeping their whereabouts a secret. Ah, it turns out to be something quite saucy. She was taken in for a 72-hour psychiatric evaluation, which was then extended by an additional seven days. Why? No babies. Yeah, ended up being uh, a hoax. So that that's great. The allegations are false, unsubstantiated, and uh, only served to... <laughs> I, uh, I'm reading a statement right now from the provincial government. Uh, this is just nuts. They had no reason to lie about the pregnancy. Uh, it just, this is crazy. If you're going to 
create some kind of hoax for whatever reason, at least hoax something that you could produce. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least hoax something that you could create evidence for. You know, you don't hoax 10 babies. You don't do that because <laughs> you can't produce them. When you're going to go door to door, like, hey, you got a baby? Can I borrow it just for like a couple photos? No. You hoax Bigfoot or, you know, UFO landing in your yard or some shit. Don't have 10 babies. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Stupid. Vox News is offering us some some stuff today, amazingly. Yeah, they updated their fucking website. Their news, uh, their weird news section anyway, which they never do. Check this out. Magnetic weight loss device. Oh, are you listening? Okay, listen. This, this is a good one, okay? <laughs> Magnetic weight loss device prevents people's mouths from opening more than 0.2 centimeters in order to deter them from eating solid food. <sighs> this is a problem. <laughs> we know that obesity is a problem. I, I'm, a large, I'm a large mammal myself. Nothing wrong with being a large mammal, but yes, it is an epidemic. But when a new weight loss device that uses magnets to stop a person's jaw from opening wide enough to eat solid foods, this is taking shit a little too far, don't you think? Man, this is like medieval. <laughs> the tool developed by researchers from the UK. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and the University of Otago in New Zealand. Uses magnetic devices with unique custom manufactured locking bolts that can be fitted to the upper and lower back teeth. They developed the world's first weight loss device, <laughs> anti-eating device, let's just say it like it is, to help fight the global obesity epidemic. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm a big guy, so I can talk about this, okay? Now, listen. I'm not going to go into the case studies... Of course it's going to work. If you can't physically open your mouth to eat, you're going to lose weight, right? It's <laughs> This is FDA approved, man. I'm telling you, it's Billy approved. It's going to work. Guess what happens when you don't eat? If you can't get fat, you lose weight, you die. And you're going to not weigh a lot when you start decomposing, baby. But let me tell you, this is not the way to fight obesity, okay? This is not the way to control your weight. It's not about that. It's about a lifestyle change. And I know it's cliche, especially coming from a guy who jumps up in the air and could get stuck. And I know that, you know, a lot of it is hereditary. Don't listen to what your damn friends say. It's about, oh, you could always lose weight. All you got to do is this and this and that and this and this and that. No, a lot of it is hereditary. Um, guys in my family, they're just, they're just big old boys. Big, handsome, mm, good-looking men. But a lot of, uh, all the men in my family, big, big. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's always been tremendously hard for me to lose weight. Now, before any of these assholes start saying, well, you haven't tried this and you didn't apply yourself and all that and you blah, blah, blah. I lost 80 fucking pounds and joined the, joined the Navy, okay? When I got out of there, I was svelte. I've dropped almost 100 pounds before. I'm telling you, I know that losing weight is hard, but for a guy fighting his genes, that that was a struggle. That was, I, I, honestly, sometimes I would rather be fat 
than what I had to put myself through to even maintain that weight. It was insane. Now, don't use that as an excuse either. I really do have genes against me, but not all of you do. It's actually exceptionally rare. Um, yeah, it's, it, it really is about, when it comes down to it, it's really about ingesting, uh, or sorry, burning more calories than you take in. Science. If you burn more calories than you take in, you will lose weight. I know obesity is an epidemic. There's a lot of reasons for that. I think 90% of these cases of obesity, it's mental. These people do not need devices that won't allow their mouths to open. That's not how you fix the problem. <laughs> how you fix the problem is educating people, okay, about making better choices. Instead of getting the candy bar at the gas station, buy that shitty banana that tastes like ass. You know, it tastes like ass, but you're not going to be fat no more. Instead of getting the, uh, you know, the, the wrapped little Debbie brownie at Walmart, get a shitty fucking kiwi or get an apple or something. Pretend that it's candy. That's how you do it. Mm. Uh, I'm still having throat issues. But uh, it, has, it has to start with education, okay? It has to start with awareness. For a lot of people, this is a mental thing. And uh, you're not fixing the problem. You're not. You don't fix an epidemic by. Uh, <laughs> you don't fix an epidemic by doing this shit. You don't. If the Black Plague is caused by poor sanitation, people not washing their hands, people throwing their pooping buckets out onto the street, right? And you say, okay, we're gonna fix this Black Plague problem. We're going to cut off everybody's, I'm just saying, we're going to cut off everybody's butt wiping hand. Or we're going <coughs> to, or we're going to place it in like this uh, metal enclosure that we're going to lock, right? Won't allow you to use your butt wiping hand. You'll be forced to use the bidet. Either that or we're going to hire, you know, a royal butt wiper, which actually was a job. The, uh... What do they call it? The the chamber gentleman, the riper of the royal bottom, that which was a job in the Middle Ages. We're gonna hire hire royal butt wipers to do this for you. You're not treating the problem. The problem was poor sanitation. People not understanding that uh, germs exist. <clears throat> that you need to wash your hands, right? That uh, you need to have some kind of a fucking sewage system instead of just dumping it in the Thames all day. You're not treating this epidemic. You're not even putting a Band-Aid on it. You're just kind of locking the door and hoping that it'll go away. This is not how you fix it. For a lot of these people, this is a mental thing. Uh, ooh, that was a good one. Listen, man. Didn't anybody at any point think, okay, we're trying to treat a global obesity pandemic by... Uh, basically wiring somebody's jaw shut <laughs> because they can't control themselves. Uh, I'm a big guy too. I can say this shit. Sorry, but I'm part of this uh, obesity outbreak, okay? And I know, according to a doctor, if you can't see your ribs while you're standing up straight, then you're obese, according to them. But I'm, I, I am. I'm a big boy. When I go to the beach and I lay, you know, like outside the water, 
Little kids tried to roll me back in. He's dying. <laughs> Put him back in the water. That's horrible. But, <laughs> but um, this, is, this isn't how you do it. It needs to be about awareness. It needs to be about education. Teaching people about how to make better choices. Teaching them how genetics work. Put the money into that. God damn, don't wire somebody's fucking jaw shut. Jeez. <laughs> It'll work. I mean, you know, <laughs> it solves the problem, kind of, in the most medieval way possible. Cool. Thanks, England. Anyway, another news. <laughs> That's just bizarre. Like, we're going to treat obesity. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to cure it forever. How are we going to do that? Tell people that they can't eat anymore. Well, you can't do that. That's not good. Well, why are their fucking jaws shut? <laughs> We're going to use magnets to where they could only eat jello pudding. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, um, let's see. Speaking of jello pudding, our uh, best friend, uh, America's former dad, who ended up in prison like all our, uh, all the rest of our real fucking dads, yeah, Bill Cosby. He is a free man. <laughs> I was just as shocked as you were. If you haven't heard about this yet, I'll allow you a second to sit down. Bill Cosby's a free man after Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturns the assault conviction. Ah, yeah. Released from prison Wednesday after Pennsylvania's highest court overturned his conviction, saying the disgraced actor's due process rights were violated. Are you kidding me? Violated? <laughs> Let's talk about violated, shall we? <clears throat> Ridiculous. The stunning decision in the case of the man once known as America's dad reverses the first high, prile, pri pro high profile <laughs> celebrity criminal trial of the Me Too era. Yeah. The panel of Pennsylvania State Supreme Court judges said in their opinion that a former Montgomery County District Attorney's decision not to prosecute Cosby in 05 and return for his deposition in a civil case was ultimately used against him at trial. Semantics. I know that there's things you gotta follow. I know that there's rules, okay? I know that this is some very complicated stuff. And if any part of this process is screwed up... But let me tell you something. If any of us average Joes out there or even <clears throat> semi-wealthy average Joes, not a gazillionaire like Kaz, was arrested for doing what he did, we would be in jail for the rest of our lives. You could have made an example out of this guy. If the Me Too era, the Me Too movement meant anything to you, we could have used Kaz as an example. You know what I mean? Oh, he's so happy to be home. He was only in there for three years. We could have used him as an example. And it's just another case of a rich guy getting away with something horrible. You want to you want to talk about rights violations? What about all the people's rights that he violated? The right to peace, the right to a good night's sleep without nightmares. Yeah? Man, this is crazy. It's not only disappointing, but of concern that it may discourage now those who seek justice, justice for assault like this in the criminal justice system, especially somebody wealthy. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's nuts, man. I'm looking at photos. Uh, judges in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court last December heard arguments that Cosby sat for a civil deposition. This is where this came from. 
Only because former Montgomery County DA, remember, Bruce Castor, he promised the world he would not prosecute him criminally. In that deposition, Cosby admitted that he procured quaaludes and did his thing. (laughs) In their decision Wednesday, the judges wrote that Castor had felt he would not be able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Cosby did what he did. This is nuts. The judges wrote that they weighed different remedies, including having another trial for cause, but there was only one proper remedy. He must be discharged. And any future prosecution on these particular charges must be barred. That's exact words from the judge. We do not dispute that this remedy is both severe and rare, but it is warranted here, indeed compelled. Man. There is no way the U.S. Supreme Court will take this case, man. I'm telling you. The court says you cannot retry him for this particular victim. We know that the statute of limitations is passed for a lot of them. I don't know why there's a statute of limitations for assault like this. I, I get it. I mean, it prevents people from coming back and, you know, accusing people of stuff just to get money. But, uh, man, it, it's heavy. It's heavy. I mean, things like this should at least be investigated. I cannot believe this guy is walking free. Crazy. Uh, it was a test of whether the cultural shift of the Me Too movement brought about you know, would translate in court. Obviously not. Uh, just It's disappointing. They, they could have made an example out of this guy. You know what I mean? Uh, groundbreaking comedian. Awesome actor. The first black performer to win an Emmy, which is for role, his role in I Spy. One of his first mainstream TV shows was the first to feature, truly feature, a black upper... Well, actually, no, it was the first. It was the first TV show to feature a black upper-class middle family. He was America's dad. One of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. And I love watching his his stuff. He's hilarious. His wild stories, you know, is like blown-out-of-proportion stuff. He's one of the greatest comics of all time. I'm just as shocked as all of you. I mean, this blew my mind. But, uh, yeah, like the rest of our dads, (laughs) he got a slap on the wrist and he's coming home, boy. Uh, Disappointing. Uh, Coffee. I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. I am not the be-all, end-all of uh, how these litigation processes are supposed to work. But, damn. (laughs) Uh, they found their loophole, didn't they, Cause? Shit. Well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll get lucky. And uh, he'll still be unable to keep his fucking hands to himself. Land up back in jail. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> See what kind of loophole his lawyers can find then. So anyway, now the news. Massachusetts lobster diver survives being swallowed by a whale. Yes. He said he was completely inside the whale. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a commercial lobster diver said he was swallowed whole by a whale off the Massachusetts coast Friday, but made it out alive with only minor injuries following the life and death encounter. Michael Packard, 56, of Whale Fleet, Whale Fleet, sorry, <laughs> was released hours later from a Cape Cod hospital following a scary encounter with a humpback whale. He told WBZOBZWBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZBZ
He was 45 feet deep in the waters of the Provincetown when the attack occurred. He initially thought the whale was a shark, but realized he was wrong when he didn't feel any chomp, 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 leg, arm, go bye-bye. He has, it was indeed a whale. Uh, that, that's a big-ass lobster. I'm looking at his Twitter account right now. That's amazing. He survived that. All of a sudden, he said, I felt this huge shove, and the next thing I knew, it was completely black. I could sense I was moving. I could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. I was completely inside the whale. Wow. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm getting out of here. I'm digested. I'm done. I'm dead. Wow. How did he get out? <laughs> he was in the whale's mouth for about 30 seconds. He was able to breathe because he still had his breathing apparatus on. Now, this is cool. In an effort to save himself, Packard said he had begun shaking the whale's head before the animal surfaced and ejected him. In a Facebook post, he said the whale spit him out, and then he escaped with bruises and no broken bones. I'm looking at a picture right now in the hospital. You are a lucky man. You got swallowed by a whale. Damn, and lived. Uh, wouldn't that be horrible? Be digested by a giant aminal? Man, Packer's mate, Josiah Mayo. <laughs> Aren't we past this? Why do we have to beat around the bush with this kind of stuff? Can we just say Packer's boyfriend or husband? We know what you're talking about. Plucked him out of the water and headed back to shore. Fox News has reached out to Packer, but has not heard back. Damn, I hope he didn't get swallowed by another one. You guys need to check on him. He's not answering the phone. <laughs> That's why you always need to go diving with a waterproof phone case. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the like what the cell phone reception is inside whale, but I got to imagine you can't get too many bars inside of a humpback's mouth. Yeah, I suggest all you scientists out there. What we need to do is we need to catch every humpback whale out there and attach a Wi-Fi, a Wi-Fi thing to them. Just attach it to the little dangly thing in the back of the mouth. What's that called? Uvula? Little hanging ball thing? I'm sure whales have them because Disney told me so. And you know Disney. Everything they do is accurate. So that's what we need to do. The hanging ball thing in the back of the whale's mouth, back of the whale's throat. We need to attach a Wi-Fi hotspot to them. So in case anybody is swallowed, they can order some takeout once the whale spits them out and they're out of the hospital because that shit would make me hungry. So anyway, humpback whales are not aggressive animals, especially toward humans. I mean, I would, I would be surprised if the whale did actually keep him in the mouth or swallow him. Um, I'm not surprised at all that the whale spat him out. Based on what was described, this would have to be a huge mistake on the whale's part. And an accident. Uh, whales are not aggressive. So that's just, uh, yeah. I would expect him to be spat out. What would make this truly bizarre is if he wasn't. And uh, we'll see. What else does Fox News say? A McDonald's customer has threatened to execute everybody in the restaurant because he could not get a Happy Meal. Yeah. The suspect is also accused of threatening multiple, multiple people with what appeared to be a gun. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you don't get your damn Happy Meal. <laughs> Nothing makes a Happy Meal less happy than murder. <laughs> that was a bad joke, sorry. A man in Virginia allegedly threatened to execute everybody in a McDonald's because he was unable to get himself a Happy Meal. The subject is also believed to have threatened several other people in the area before authorities could detain him. 
<laughs> All right, I got to read the police report. Um, a suspect was arrested yesterday after a disturbance over a Happy Meal at a McDonald's. Two separate... <laughs> I can't even read it. Uh, why didn't he get a Happy Meal? I mean... What, they, they wouldn't give it to a grown man? That's when you lie and say, oh, the kids are back home. I don't, you know, had to stop by after coming out of work. Get, get, them, get them a Happy Meal. You lie if you have to. Would you kill a guy if, they didn't, if you ordered a Happy Meal and they didn't give it to you? Maybe one, but not the entire restaurant. Jeez. The incident occurred at McDonald's in Stafford County last week, according to a post on Facebook by the Stafford County Sheriff. According to the police statement, the suspect has been identified as James Springer, a 36-year-old from Stafford. Apparently, he was working as a DoorDash driver at the time. <laughs> oh, okay, you're messing with his bread and butter here, McDonald's. Things are starting to make sense. He had arrived at the McDonald's just before 10 in the morning. Ah, wait a minute. I see what happened. You arrived at breakfast time, dumbass. Okay, now it's not on McDonald's. Now it's on you. Everybody knows they start serving lunch at 10. I know it used to be like 11 or whatever. Just be safe and even say 11. You go there too early to get a Happy Meal and then you freak out? Come on, Karen. Ugh. Okay. Things are starting to be revealed here to me a little bit. You, uh, you're working as a DoorDash driver. You get paid to do this. That's when you call the client and be like, hey, dipshit, it's like 7 in the morning. You want a Happy Meal? That's when you start questioning the person that ordered it. Be like, what are you on? What have you been smoking this morning? We all know, as Americans, we're all aware that McDonald's serves lunch at a certain time. This is an American institution. It's been in movies and shit. We all know. You don't order a Happy Meal at 8 8 o'clock in the morning. That's when you call your client and be like, man, you're going to have to wait. I mean, he should have noticed this immediately. But instead, he threatens to kill everyone in the store. Why? Just because some dumbass you can't tell time? Some stoner didn't get his damn happy meal? It wasn't even for you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Was, James Springer, you're, 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 you're out of your, you're, yeah, you're crazy. And not just for the, you know, whole threatening to kill an entire restaurant full of people thing. <laughs> you know. As a search for this. <laughs> now, this is cool. He was charged with disorderly conduct, abusive language, and four counts of brandishing. Yeah. yeah. So, DoorDash, if you're looking for a really dedicated employee. <laughs> someone who isn't going to take no for an answer. Then I want you to hire this guy. Uh, what's his name again? James McCrazyhead. Oh, James Springer, 36-year-old from Stafford. Uh, yeah, apparently he had a gun with him, too. I mean, he was, yeah, real deal. So if you want to, I mean, any company out there, uh, he's working for DoorDash, whatever, any company out there, this guy cares about his work. He wants to do it properly. He wants to get paid. And damn it, he will not take no for an answer. <laughs> if you order a Happy Meal at 7 a.m., by God, he'll get you that Happy Meal or you'll die trying. <laughs> or you'll die him trying. You see what I mean? Or the entire... <laughs> or the restaurant will die trying. God. 
In other news, something kind of heavy here, okay? We don't get heavy a lot on this show. But uh, there was a kitten born without a butthole. (laughs) I tried to say that as serious as I could, man, and I couldn't do it. Yes. I thought that was the first part of the body of any mammal that's formed is that is actually the butthole. I know with human beings that's how it works. The first part of a human being that's formed is your butthole. That's why everybody starts off as an asshole. That's why I call everybody asshole. I thought all mammals were the same way. Apparently not, I guess. A kitten born without a butthole gets one... (laughs) Can't do it. Gets one grafted in surgery. Shudder and terror. Okay? Inside. As you imagine what your life would be without a butthole. (laughs) Dora. Oh, is a little black and brown non-buttholed kitten from Toronto, Canada. It was born sometime in April. She just has one little problem. (laughs) She can't poop. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I love my fur babies, man, let me tell you. But uh, she was born with a butthole. And as you may be aware... Having an anus is kind of important. <laughs> rescue kitten. <laughs> the rescue kitten was being taken care of <laughs> in Toronto. Her caretakers were concerned. <laughs> yeah, Dora was showing signs of severe constipation. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm going to hell, man. I'm laughing at a cat who was born without a bowl. Poor thing can't poop. Oh, it must have been been so uncomfortable. Imagine. It's bad enough having, you know, like having to poop and not being able to. But when your body does not have the stuff, when your body physically cannot move the poop anywhere, that's horrible. So yeah, the, the cat, the cat was uh, God, I can't do it. Uh, oh, damn it! I mean, just going three days without poop is dangerous, even to a human. Now, after examination, they realize, hey, this cat, this cat ain't got no butthole. There is no deployment zone on this kitty. So. Annex Cat Rescue did the only thing they could. They opened up a case on Canada Helps, a charity funding website, and asked their fellow cat lovers for help. Now, uh. the charity set a goal of about $5,300 that would get Dora a brand new shiny butthole, remove the painful and life-threatening amount of fecal matter buildup in her colon, I should not be laughing, reroute her intestines, and fix an internal tear. To the charity's surprise... They did not meet the goal. Oh, they didn't meet it. They crushed it. Oh, <laughs> I got you there. Something about a buttholeless kitten must have tugged the Canadian's heartstrings because just in a couple days, the rescue raised nearly $10,000. Damn, Canada, you should be proud. The Can- If the Canadian, okay, there- there's no excuse now. 
human race. There is no excuse now to not get along to, you know, all this infighting and political garbage and bullshit. There's no reason. If Canada can get together to buy a cat a new butthole, then we in America can get along, damn it. Right? There should be no reason to fight anymore. Canada just came together to create a butthole for a cat. And we can't, you know, like, get over our shit? You need to think about the 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 cat with the new butthole. And forget about your problems, right? <laughs> June 11th, a successful surgery took place. Dora has a butthole now. The, she's a little survivor. Please don't show pictures. Okay, we got a picture of the front of the cat. Thank you. I, it's cool. <laughs> you know, it, it was plain, the article was descriptive. I don't need photos. Uh, let's see. God, we're already at 40 minutes, man. Damn it. I wanted to read. I saw one a second ago. Where is it? Um, skibbity. There's one that I really wanted. Because uh, this dude in Maine tried to pay his bail with, like, counterfeit bills. Uh, some guy met the Pope dressed as Spider-Man, which <laughs> I'm going to have to talk about that later because that, that one's actually pretty cool. I was scrolling through the news site, and I saw the Pope shaking hands with Spider-Man. And I was like, what the hell is this? And the Pope looked, like, really happy to be there. <laughs> but the one I really wanted to read, before we go, last one. A Pennsylvania woman, I just thought that was too funny. A Pennsylvania woman attempts to hire a hitman on a payment plan. <laughs> yeah, she has the hitman if he takes payments. Not that we can claim to be experts on the subject, yes, but we'd assume that hiring a professional killer, a little expensive. I mean, it's really high up there on the list. You have like, I'm sure bumping off a human is not cheap. I mean, you got like brand new Corvette here, you know, uh, new butthole for a cat here, taking out a human being slightly above that. Claudia Carrion from Allentown, PA, has been arrested with criminal solicitation. She'd been charged with attempting to hire an undercover detective to take out her husband. Why is it always the husband? <laughs> According to a criminal complaint filed against Carrion 44, she'd been looking for a hitman. Now, the cops got whiff of her intentions from an informant and conducted an underground operation on June 10th. But here's the funny part. Carrion offered the pretend assassin. See, it was actually, uh, <laughs> this was an undercover sting. Now, this is the funny part. She offered the pretend assassin 4000 for the job, but soon admitted she couldn't pay the sum up front. 4000 That should be just the deposit <laughs> to, bump off, to bump off somebody. Man, if he was only charging you four grand, that's a red flag right there that you're being set up. I mean, if I wanted to hire a hitman to... You know, like, kills somebody. And he said, I'll do it for 4000 Be like, okay, bye. <laughs> There's no way. You're either going to botch the job or, you know, you're going to buy Happy Meals with it. And you know, that's, that's just it. What are you trying to... That's not even... It. Think about it like this, okay? If a hitman only charges $4,000 to kill somebody, that wouldn't. that amount of money wouldn't even buy a cat a butthole. Okay, and you want a person killed? That doesn't even buy a butthole for a cat. <laughs> but soon admitted she couldn't pay the sum up front. After some negotiations, they came up with a payment plan. 
You know your life is pretty fucked up when you're trying to hire a hitman and you ask him if he could do it in installments. <laughs> that, <clears throat> that is fantastic. I just love humans, don't you? But anyway, guys, we're going to go. <laughs> That's all we got. I'm sorry about the hiccups. I'm sorry about the cat story. I, I, I'm a child, and there are just some things that, yeah, I just, no composure there at all. So I, I appreciate it. We should probably change the name of this show. I mean, it's we don't have to change the logo much. No composure sounds pretty good. You know, just change the theme song a little bit. Your most professional podcaster in the fucking industry is saying that's it for this week. <laughs> and remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things me and No Disclosure related. All the social media links are there, as well as the link to get to our Patreon account, where you can get everything from outtakes, entire bonus episodes, and early access to shows before I unleash them on the world. You can find that at patreon.com slash asylum817. Speaking of Patreon, shout out to my patrons. The Kunkle Homestead YouTube channel, Michelle, Donald, David. You guys keep this thing going. And again, at the very end, um, Kyle Thompson and Barb. <laughs> Thank you so much for helping me meet my goal for the mobile setup. I'll be getting it very soon. Basically, just have to wait for certain things to ship in, and we're gold. So, um, yeah, thank you for making the fundraiser a success. And to the rest of you, bottom of my heart, okay? I love you all. I love you all. And uh, what do we always say at the end? Huh? Come on. Be fancy. And if your cat doesn't have a butthole... Maybe take it to Canada because they seem to care over there. Would you, would the charity work here? I don't know. But Canada has proven that when it comes time to really buckle down, when it involves the butthole, they will get that shit fixed. So I'll see you guys. <laughs> that was the best story ever. Ah, I love it. Oh, poor kitty. Need to know it's the basis here. No disclosure, business, business. Confiscated evidence, no smoking.